Hello and welcome to the Berkeley Remix, a podcast from the Oral History Center of the Bancroft Library at the University of California, Berkeley. Founded in 1954, the center records and preserves the history of California, the nation, and our interconnected world. Lately, things have been challenging and uncertain. We're enduring an order to shelter in place, trying to read the news, but not too much, and prioritize self-care. Like many of you, we're in need of some relief. So we'd like to provide you with some. Episodes in this series, which we're calling Coronavirus Relief, may sound a bit different from those we've produced in the past, the ones that tell narrative stories drawing from our collection of oral histories. But like many of you, we here at the Oral History Center are in need of a break. We'll be adding some new episodes in this coronavirus relief series with stories from the field, things that have been on our minds, interviews that have been helping us get through, and find small moments of happiness. Hi everyone, this is Shanna Farrell joining you from my living room. When the shelter-in-place order was issued in mid-March by California Governor Gavin Newsom, many thoughts ran through my head. One of the milder ones, the kind that comes from the part of me that tries to find a silver lining in bad situations, was that I might have more time to read. I've always been an avid reader, mostly of fiction and narrative nonfiction, like memoir, and often find myself counting down the hours until I can return to my book. But in those early days of the global COVID-19 pandemic, I couldn't concentrate on many things other than the news. My work hours bled into my free time as I tried my best to knock projects off my list and remain productive as the world crumbled around us. And then one day, I found myself staring at my bookshelf, the myriad of colorful spines calling to me. A soft pink cover caught my eye. I pulled Severance, a post-apocalyptic book by Ling Ma, off the shelf and cracked it open. The novel follows Candace Chen as a flu pandemic hits modern-day New York City. I call New York home, so it hit close and was strangely cathartic. It didn't hurt that the book is beautifully written and Ma's prose is absorbing. It allowed me to escape in a way that worked with my limited focus. Back in the groove, I next read Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel, another post-apocalyptic novel about a global flu pandemic. This one split the timeline between when the pandemic hit Toronto, Canada, and 20 years in the future. In it, the author uses oral history as a device to connect the timelines. Every time I encounter the term oral history in literature, be it fiction or nonfiction, my heart quickens, never knowing if it's going to be misused. As I read the fictional oral history interview transcript interspersed throughout the second half of Station Eleven, I was delighted and deeply impressed. Mandel seemed to understand that oral history is a type of long-form recorded interview. This strengthened my appreciation for both the writer and the book, discovering that there are people out there who don't blur the lines between a clearly defined methodology, about which I've mused on the OHC's blog, taking the time to do their due diligence before employing a term that they've heard about in passing. Ever since I read World War Z, an oral history of the zombie apocalypse by Max Brooks, I've loved when authors use fictional oral history interviews to tell a story. I find the interviewer and the narrator exchange, the chorus of voices, 
and the details from the past an engaging way to draw the reader in. Many times, I feel like I'm in the room with them. My colleague Amanda Tweez agrees. She told me, I like that the familiarity of oral history draws me into a story, almost as if it was real, and allows the author to toy with memory in a way that is difficult when juggling many characters. This brings us to our next OHC Oral History Book Club selection, picked by Amanda, which embraces the trend of oral history as a literary device in fiction. We'll be reading Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which the New York Times calls a gripping novel about the whirlwind rise of an iconic 1970s rock group and their beautiful lead singer, revealing the mystery behind their infamous breakup. The story unfolds through a series of fictional oral histories. The format is the kind we often find on the pages of Entertainment Weekly or Vanity Fair, inspired by the hallmark oral history book Edie about factory girl Edie Sedgwick. Daisy Jones and the Six is a bestseller, a Reese Witherspoon book club pick, and is the basis for a new miniseries from Witherspoon's production company. This time around, we're inviting you to join us for the June installment of our book club. On June 15th, we'll be holding a virtual meeting. We'll be discussing the book, the use of oral history in literature and pop culture, and more. Please join us for a bit of escape during these deeply difficult, challenging times. We'll be meeting on Zoom on Monday, June 15th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time or 2 p.m. Eastern. Please send me, Shanna Farrell, an RSVP via email if you'd like to join us. My email is sfarrell at library.berkeley.edu, which you can also find on the OHC's website. Until then, happy reading and stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Berkeley Remix. We'll catch up with you next time. And in the meantime, from all of us here at the Oral History Center, we wish you our best. <laughs>